0: Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players Lounge Edition. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU quarterback Holt Naylor's wide receivers Tyler Sneed and CJ Johnson, running back Rajay Harris, and defensive players DJ Ford, Xavier Smith, and Bruce Bivens. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now.
1: It's great to be talking about bowl games and Bruce Bivens and the Pirates are headed to one. We will talk to the Pirate Linebacker now on the Fixed NC Live Line. Bruce, how you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing great. I'll
1: hey, man, we're doing fantastic. Bruce, uh, first off, congratulations, man. Awesome to get that sixth win. And let's talk about the last play of the game. I don't remember seeing you run faster than you did going after that quarterback on the final play of the game, Bruce. We've talked to your teammates, Xavier Smith, DJ Ford. They said that you guys practiced that play at, at last week. You knew what was coming, and you were able to execute it. So take us through that play from your perspective. Was your job just to to get the quarterback, spy the quarterback, and go after him? Uh,
2: honestly, I was supposed to, like, drop back into coverage, but, you know, um, there, was no, it, there was nowhere for me to, you know – to do so, so I just, you know, added on and and just chased the quarterback. And I made him throw the ball, and, and my teammates, you know, deflected it down, and we won the game. So it was a, it was a, I was kind of shocked, like, at the end, because I just heard everybody, because my back was turned to the quarterback and stuff. I mean, back was turned to the end zone, and all I heard was everybody, you know, running off the sideline and screaming and stuff. And next thing you know, we won the football game. So it was really exciting, and it was a really emotional, you know, a uh, game for me, because all I could think about is getting that six wins to get both eligible, and we did it.
3: Bruce, as uh, Ellerby, describe the feeling when you knew the game was over, you were victorious, and and in the locker room, the next thirty to forty minutes of of your life after clinching that game.
2: Uh, I just, I, I was just thinking about like when I first came to college. Um, I, like, you know, we all had. Me and my teammates, we all had goals of going to a bowl game. And like previous classes that you know that I I got to I got to be in college with or whatever. Um, you know they didn't get to experience that, and I and I stayed the course. And you know we got we got that six win to get bowl eligible. So that was just a dream come true. I was just you know really emotional. You know, just seeing everybody happy, and I was just thinking of like thinking about what's next. Like we we got an opportunity to play in the postseason,
0: and it just really
2: it just a it was just a really exciting feeling for me. I couldn't stop you know running around and you know d screaming and stuff, man. It, I was just I was just so excited.
1: Bruce Bivens joining us on the Fixed NC Live Line. Bruce's appearance uh, inside the Players' Lounge brought to you by Greenville Auto World, uh, your home for an awesome selection of late-model cars, trucks, plus a full-service department. If you need new tires or a lift kit for your truck, they've got you covered there, too. Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 in Greenville. Go see Tim Sutton and the great folks there at Greenville Auto World. Uh, Bruce, you you celebrate in the locker room, you hop on a plane, and then you get to celebrate more because there's Pirate fans. waiting Waiting for you at the airport. How cool was that to see when you stepped off the plane Saturday night?
2: Man, it was cool. I've never seen it before, uh, me personally. I've never seen it before because we we never we haven't worn like this. So, and it was it was I don't, I don't know. It was just it was just real. It was just real surreal. Like I just couldn't believe what what just happened. And you know, we got a, a great fan base, and it was there to you know come. To congratulate us, so it was it was it was awesome, man.
4: Bruce, uh, you've celebrated.
3: Uh, now it's a uh, Navy Week. Uh, what's what's been the discussion among the coaches and players as uh, you still have two more football games left before that bowl game? Uh,
2: I mean, to go one and zero again. I mean, that's been the mentality, you know, from the beginning to, to go one and zero, and that hasn't changed. We got to keep our we got to keep you know heading in the right direction. You know we want to win, so go one and zero, and just keep improving off, you know, our previous performance.
1: Bruce, I ask you guys this every year; the answer really doesn't change, but I'll ask it again this season. What what's the key against the Navy, especially at uh, your position uh, as a linebacker, an inside linebacker? What is your uh, your main task when you face that triple option offense? I
2: mean, just stop the dog and get negative plays. You know, you can't. You can't let them keep going because they're going to keep going and going and going. Like you have to, you have to make negative plays and stop, the, stop the dog.
1: How much have you guys, uh, you know, talked about this, run through this, uh, dating back to the off season, Bruce? This is not something that just pops up this week and you're like, oh, well, well let's start practicing the triple option. How much as a team do you uh, talk about Navy throughout the season?
2: I mean. They're a tough, they're a tough opponent, like for for anyone to to play against, especially with that triple option. You don't see it much, so you know, Coach Houston, and and the staff has been doing a great, and the coaching staff has been doing a great job to you know prepare us for that during the season. So,
1: yeah. Bruce, uh, where you want to go to a bowl game, man? Do you, have you looked at your options yet? Uh,
2: I mean, we, I mean, I've seen something. I haven't, I haven't really seen the you know, the list or whatever, but I've heard about the, the Honolulu boat.
1: <laughs> I knew you'd heard about Hawaii. That one looks pretty good, right? It
2: would be cool to be in Hawaii on Christmas Eve, man. Uh, it would be pretty cool. But, you know, to yeah,
5: that,
3: that's my main pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I do not blame you. Yeah, I think that would be the the fans' choice. Announced today, uh, the Cincinnati game on the Friday after Thanksgiving on uh, ABC national television for the Pirates. A uh, certainly a big opponent looms uh, after this Navy game. Uh, have y'all even thought about that
2: game yet? Uh, we just we are focusing on Navy this week, and we'll focus on them after. That's just how that's just how I go. Winning up.
1: That's worked so far, so uh, so keep that going, Bruce. uh, Once again, congratulations, man. I I I know, but really, I don't know how much uh, you know blood, sweat, and tears you've put into this program. You've been here a long time, so it's great that it pays off. We're uh, we're happy for you and your team, man. Yes, yes, sir. It it it
2: really it really it really does, man. I don't know. I'm just speechless, (laughs) man.
1: bruce uh hopefully we can get you back in studio next monday man have a a good week and uh we'll talk to you again soon you too thank you the pirate quarterback Holden aylers joining us inside the pirate radio studios we're re-watching the game so we can critique Holden's performance live in real time this time. is how we watch you watch film with the coaches we're gonna yeah. coach you up here Holden, congratulations man uh that, that first of all wanted to get that out of the way i know uh You've worked hard for this, and uh, you certainly deserve it. You and your teammates. What's uh? I don't know. What are you feeling here on this Monday? Feels great. You know, there's a lot
4: of uh. I mean, just think about all the years that we've put into this, especially these guys that have been here. You know, four, or five. You know, some of them six years now. Um, to finally get bowl eligible man I mean that's the goal that we set out to be when we all came here and it's just a blessing um, to be in this situation be part of this community
3: and be part of this team look there's still a lot more that you guys can accomplish and do this season but uh, you know I just kind of get the feeling like the monkey is finally off the back of this program you know uh, Mike Houston in his third year now I remember him telling me hey uh, when he one of the first things he ever told me was judge me in year three. That's yep, where it usually it's sure. going to take a few years to turn this thing around. In this season, it really kind of has the feeling, man, this thing is finally turning around, and credit to the coaches and you guys as players executing. As I said, there's still more to do, but is that the feeling you have that, man, we finally broke through this first huge goal, now we can move on to the next?
4: Yeah, for sure. I mean, with the goal all along was, like I said, just to get to a bowl game, um, to change this program, because that was kind of the, the thing that did it. Is Once you get to a bowl game, um, you know, you're, you're back where you belong, you're back... In postseason play and stuff like that. Now, we do got bigger goals. I'm mean, in set mind now that we accomplish this one, but at the same time, I mean, to to accomplish that um, this year, it's just like I said. I mean, it's just such a blessing to be
3: part of this team that actually did it. It's going to be remembered as you know, changing this thing. How are you doing physically? I know I, t- I talked to some of your teammates <laughs> off the air, and they were like, "Man, that field in Memphis, like it a lot of bad. people I realized." They said it was cut really short. So they, even bad, though it's field yeah. turf, it's a very hard field turf. They said it felt like concrete. It did. They said uh, you, you kind of felt it too.
4: Yeah, I'm all tore up. My back's all tore up um, from it. And people going to bring up the slide, but. That's why I was sliding like that. Well, it was because, more of a plop. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting down pretty much. But no, I wasn't trying to get any part of my skin on that because I did that one time and I showed you my back. I yeah. mean, it's tore up pretty bad. It looks so. like
3: road rash from a motorcycle. Actually, yes.
4: I mean, something. it was bad. It, it didn't even like feel like turf, to be honest. It was hard and it was It, it being cold didn't help. But I
1: mean, yeah, it was, it was not a good... Not a good thing. To we were watching on. the game, Holden, and as that, that slide <laughs> oh, happened, we were saying, you know, Holden's a great baseball player. He knows yes. how to slide. I Why did he do slide. that? But now it makes sense. You, yes. you just didn't no. want to be part of that turf. So. I, I do know how to
4: slide. I've heard it from all my brothers now that they need to teach me how to slide and all that. I'm like, dude, I know how to slide. I was
3: trying not to get now, cut up. When it's cold and feels t- like you sometimes have an arm sleeve yeah. on, but have you thought about just going kind of sleeve on both arms?
4: Yeah, so my right elbow, I have like a little patch on it um, of – I th- they call it turf tape and that's usually where I get cut up at. Um, so that covered that up, but my legs were not covered, and I was not going to slide and get cut up
1: on my legs. Holden, uh, after, usually you see the uh, the offensive lineman lift up a, a quarterback or a running back after a touchdown. You're bigger than a lot of other QBs. I noticed on Keaton's go-ahead touchdown in overtime, you were the one lifting him up. But, man, that fourth uh, fourth down drive to, to score there at the end, the overtime touchdown, you guys uh, did your part. And the defense, of course, got the, the game-winning stop at the end. But how about those crunch time plays? You've been in these situations in the fourth quarter. How much did that experience help you and the team there late in the game, you think? I think it did a lot. I
4: mean, we, we had a bunch of plays that, in the moment, it didn't seem that big. It just seemed like another play. But I think, kind of like you said, that it's just from being in that experience. We've had a lot of close games this year that really didn't go our way. And um even when it got close, like in this one, um, we just kind of felt like it was it was finally going to go our way. We felt like that way versus Houston, it didn't, so um, we knew that it was coming, and that experience really did help us, I think.
3: I felt that game, uh, Marshall, being able to come, yeah, dig out of sure. that hole, come from behind, and have such an emotional win, and, and to me, that was really kind of almost a turning point this season, that this team could do it, they could go on the road, they could win a big game, they could come from behind. This win, though, also kind of had that emotion to it. You're on the road. It's against a tough opponent. uh, You're a big underdog. And and you hold off, and you're able to pull it out in overtime. Uh, And and you really kind of helped put this team on your back in in whatever it takes to win. Um, And the bond you have with Coach Houston. I mean, there were some critics earlier this year. And and I will say this. I don't hear many critics right now (laughs) uh, of you guys or what's going on. But Coach Houston stood stood by you every time never once wavered in his support of you guys and i thought it really kind of showed uh, at the end of the game his love really for you and and probably likewise both ways i would assume that uh, y'all's relationship together
4: yeah it did um you know we've said all along that um when when he first got here he said that you know i'm his quarterback um that he's going to stick with me and we're going to get this thing turned around together and to finally do that um there's a ton of emotion there um we've been through a lot of stuff together um on and off the field so it's just we're just blessed to have him as our head coach to get this thing turned around and he was definitely the right guy for the job and no matter who faced criticism, um we just we just stated stayed in a tight circle um and finally got to where we needed to go
1: you had a uh, long hug with mike houston after the game i saw bruce i saw cj come get you everybody wanted a piece of you after the game (laughs) but uh those memories holding they're gonna last you forever man what was that like and and then going in the locker room and celebrating that had to be an all-time yeah it is one of the best feelings if not the best feeling
4: i've ever had um yeah, I mean, when it happened, I sprinted to midfield, and of course, I slipped because the turf. Not gonna bring that up again. <laughs>
3: Freaking turf! Yeah, I yeah. almost got an injury after the game. So I was
4: <laughs> laying down in the middle of the field, looking like this, and people just came and like got all over me, and I was I had to get up before I I stepped on, but yeah, man, it's just even the young guys. I mean, they know how special it was for us, especially the older guys now. But um, I mean, the night before the game, Warren got in front of the team, um, and just you know talked about. What these older guys have been through, and how lucky we are to have young guys that look up to us um, and know how important it is to get to where we want to go, and they they knew how important it was for us, and it was that means it was important to them, so. Just the family atmosphere we have in that locker room. Special.
3: Look, you've been honest with us the whole season. We started these interviews before football yeah, season sure. began, and, and you were the one guy saying, "Look, our goal—we want to get to a bowl game. That's a major step for us, and that's what we're focused on." And even you know, not given—not that coaches don't give you the coach speak all the time, yeah. but they don't want to talk about that. But yeah. you're like, "Hey, you can talk about it," and, and that's what you guys yep. were focused on. Uh, how fun is it now that you know you're going to a bowl? you still got two games left. You can still add a lot to this total. But to know, okay, no matter what happens the rest of this season, this team's still going to go to a bowl game. And to be able to look at the lineups and say, man, this place could be cool, this place could be cool. You know, any places in particular that you go, wow, this would be pretty interesting right here.
4: Yeah, well, we kind of been doing that all year. I'm, I'm not going to lie, especially, you know, my little row in the locker room. That's We've talked about that before every single practice. That kind of gives us motivation. We can go here, we can go here, and... We'd like we'd like to be in Hawaii, but I'm not <laughs> gonna say. I don't even know if that's possible, but that'd be pretty. It's cool absolutely for us. It's there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one. I mean, we're
3: gonna have some team there.
4: Yeah. yeah. But every time we talk about it, we'd end the conversation before practice. All right. Well, we got to go do this first. Like we can't. Yeah. We're not gonna go to a bowl game if we don't win six games. So getting there is special, but I'm pretty sure Clip said something about uh, him getting a shark tattoo with a. Eye patch on if we went out the rest of the year, that so we're true. working on that now. So, so. win
3: out, so that means the next two games in the bowl game.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: got to get the bowl game. Today.
3: Oh, we added that to it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just win out means win out. Fair win out. to fair a clip. I feel that. Win I out tell you what, it. if
1: y'all beat Cincinnati, and I don't have any tattoos, I'm not a tattoo guy. All right, but I think uh, that I'm, I want to do my part for the team for sure. What are you getting? Uh, a shark because they've been doing the yeah. shark on defense yeah. with yeah. a uh, eye An patch, patch, a pirate, pirate shark. Yeah,
3: where would you put it? I don't. I don't know. We, we look, Troy. No, I know. I'm just curious. One week at a time. Right. One game at a time. I feel this is going to happen. Like I, I, yeah. I said last week, if ECU can take care of business at Memphis, they're playing with house money. They'll go on. I felt feel to hopefully take care of business in Navy, and then all of a sudden you got a national TV game. One of the only Heck games yeah. Friday after Thanksgiving. It's on ABC 3:30. Uh, you're playing with house money at that point. You know, there's really nothing to lose because all the pressure's on Cincinnati. There's no pressure on East Carolina. You can just go out there and have a good time. But I know we got to focus on Navy first. But both these games, I believe, Clip, that they could do it.
1: I agree with you. And so does the quarterback. Yeah, sitting right there. <laughs> hey,
0: Clip, if you do decide you're going to get the shark tattoo, I only have one request. Mm-hmm. And that is Troy has to tag along with you. <laughs> <laughs> because I want you to experience what I experienced when Troy had to watch me get my tattoo. When he, he nearly he, fainted. When he <laughs>
3: nearly fainted, yeah. I heard yeah. about that story. I could imagine getting one. I can barely watch someone get one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, Jaquan McMillan making a pick, holding that defense, just continues to play awesome. And honestly... Uh, You guys helped them out on Saturday. The time of possession, the stats in this game were incredible. Yeah, Uh, You guys went on some long drives, controlled the ball, controlled the clock, and uh, really helped out the defense this week. Yeah, we
4: did. Uh, We could have scored a lot more points than we did. We we talked beforehand that their red zone defense was really good. We knew that going in, so they helped us out. Probably more than we helped them out. But, yeah, I mean, time of possession is huge. I think it was like 40 to 17 or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went on that last drive. I think we got it with eight minutes to go. Um, and right before we scored, I looked up and it was like a minute something left. And I was like, holy crap, man. We, we're really going to, you know, score the minute to go there. So um, I know the whole should we score, should we Yeah, on score, that note. Brought it up.
1: Yeah, like, you know, the main thing is the score. Yeah. If, you, if you don't score, it don't matter how right. much time's left. So you get the score. Are you thinking about that in that moment? Like, let's run a little more clock? Or we got them on their heels, let's let's punch it in. Yeah, so in the
4: moment, I was actually trying to go faster. So, the, so one thing, they're really like, I don't know if many people notice this, but before the play, their defense would look like they're not set until like the very last second. So they were really big on stealing signals. So we tried to get the plays in as quick as possible because, I mean, if you know what plays coming, it's going to be – easier to stop Um, so personally I was trying to go faster but also don't make whatever coach Houston makes a year so I mean if he wanted to slow it down there we could have but they'd already stuffed us a couple times down there so I mean we just tried to take the points and
3: just, I mean, the way our defense is playing is just trust them. We were talking about bowl games earlier, and uh, Cliff, you brought this up earlier in the show, uh, the Boca Bowl, Boca oh, Raton Bowl yep. is uh, one of the possibilities for our league. You actually used you in the picture yeah. there, a pretty good picture with of you. the jersey that says East Carolina. Yeah, man. congratulating East Carolina uh, with, with ECU in the end zone and your East Carolina jersey, but it said bowl eligible Eastern Carolina. Yeah. Now, I will say Pirate Nation reacted quickly. Oh, I think, I'm Cliff, sure. you kind got put I'm the alert sure. out here and then yeah. it blew up on Twitter <laughs> Uh, they've already deleted the tweet. Yeah. So I said something like that we weren't going to accept the the ceiling claim rope <laughs> bowl. <ball. laughs> Screwing their name up.
1: Holdin' uh, Hawaii is number one on your power rankings. Is that right? Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's the whole team. Where do you rank yeah. Myrtle
4: Beach? I think Myrtle Beach would be fun. Some yeah. of our players are, are not for it. They're like, we can go there anytime. But, dude, Myrtle Beach is like the vaguest of though. fans. Yeah, that. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I think it would be fun. I, that's where I went for spring break with a couple of the players, and I had the, a great time. Yeah.
1: Just ignore that play right there.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holden, uh how about, you're a baseball guy too, Fenway Park. Now, the weather might not be great, but how about playing a football game in Fenway? Have you thought about that? It, I think that'd be pretty sweet too. Um, the
4: I'm not, interesting. I'm yeah. not for the cold. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I'd rather be in Myrtle Beach with a bunch of fans there. But, I mean, I think fans would come to Boston. I think that'd be fun. and. Um, every time I bring it up around my family and around like my room like Aaron Jarman's a big baseball guy he's my roommate the tight end and he's like dude I want to go to Boston so bad I'm <laughs> like I don't know man cold like when you think of bowl games you think I of
3: warm I'm and- with you
4: and yeah, Cure, like that, Cure so. Bowl
3: has the ECU tie-in. Ron Dowdy's daughter runs that. Bowl. That's Florida. Yeah, that's in Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. which wouldn't be a bad. I mean, Boston spot. would be cool though.
4: I think it really would be. I'm a. I mean, I like baseball. I, baseball. I think
3: it would be interesting just because the venue. Yeah, having that a, would be a cool. college game in Fen- in the historic Fenway Park yep. and like as, playing Wrigley
1: Field. Or as something. we learned on the fifth quarter, uh, your father Morgan Aylers, is running this whole operation. Oh, yeah, so yeah, sure. it comes down politics, to whatever he decides. Local politics. It comes down to we actually
3: consult with Morgan and then we. And then we let him deliver the message. To come, just thankful Houston. you guys. So, you're you welcome. Allow me to be the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, <here>. you're welcome. <laughs> well, I really am. Thank you. You, guys. you know what? You are. And I'm going to go so... ahead and announce that we're going to keep him as the starter. We're going to start weekend. him this week. Heck yeah. yeah. Thank you, analogy. guys. Yeah. You know, so I've been worried. we were going to tell you tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holding uh, question for you. you. You got a year of eligibility left. You've got some options. Uh, are you the quarterback of the Pirates in 2022? I'll
4: be the quarterback of the Pirates this Saturday versus <laughs> Navy and. I, dude, I, I've been asked that question yeah, a thousand times a day. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll have to see. You know, there there really hasn't been a decision made yet. Um, I've, I've really focused on not thinking about it, really. I know that's kind of weird to say, but, um, you know, I've just enjoyed this year. I mean, I will be walking on senior night um, versus Cincinnati, but that doesn't mean that I won't come back next year. There's, in case it is, um, you know, I've enjoyed this as much as anyone has um, you know taking us back to a bowl game and all that but um, I mean ECU is a hard place to leave and especially when we're winning and stuff like that so when I sit down I mean I'm just going to look at it and and see where my heart says so doesn't
3: see how the season finishes too I mean all you guys go on a run here at the end of the year you know, not only is Clip getting a pirate shark tattoo, but all of a sudden, East Carolina. I mean, if they were to go on a run and, and finish out, Pirates have finished nine and four, yep. possibly ranked in the top twenty-five.
4: Yeah, I mean, and, and when I committed case here, scenario. I mean, I, when I committed here, I was, I guess, seventeen years old. I was a starter. I guess when I was eighteen years old, and I'm twenty-two now. And I mean, it's been a long run. Um, just to think of the stuff that I've been through. There's been a lot of dark moments, but you know, times like Saturday. I mean that cures everything and that makes yep.
3: everything worth it so you have the unique position to possibly be a, a quarterback here during some of the dar- worst times ever in ecu history and potentially some of the best times ever at yeah. ECU history because the the script is still being written
4: yeah for sure and that's where i mean i will have to sit back and look um i'm hearing all different type of opinions from everyone on it but i mean i've kept a tight circle this whole time and you guys know that um that i mean i just listened to who I've listened to since I was a kid and, and trusted their opinion on it and trusted you know, my heart too so when it comes that time I'm sure it will I mean I think we got to sign up for classes by December 6th so I should know really before the bowl game um, if I'm going to
3: so uh, it's coming quickly but we're going to have to see Will you make your announcement and decision on Pirate Radio here? why not How about sure. oh, <laughs> oh, okay. fair enough the decision yeah it's Holt Naylor it's coming I, December
1: I know you gotta run uh, the decision has been made by Morgan Naylor we're going to the Rose Bowl yeah uh, heck yeah alright that'll be fun <laughs> nice trip uh, to California I'll go to the Rose Bowl Holden, uh, thanks for hanging out man congratulations uh, to you guys
3: I thanks, know guys. you worked hard on it man it, really happy for you guys and it's yeah. your day off but you still have a lot going on today right
1: yep I got yeah. film in 18 minutes so I gotta right. head out sounds right. good
3: thank you buddy thanks guys go you. next week
1: all right, back inside the Players' Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock, Troy D. here with East Carolina defender Xavier Smith, who joins us today after a 30-29 to victory over Memphis. Xavier, congratulations, man. Win number six. Yes, um, let's start with the postgame celebration. Amazing flip. On the field there at the Liberty Bowl, oh, did y'all see that? Ah, uh, yeah, we caught some video of that. Oh, dang, actually, I even see that <laughs> you'll have to uh, check out the ESPN Plus broadcast. They caught you uh, flipping oh, out dang. there on the field. Ah, uh, what you was that? Literally moment? flipped out <laughs> when that moment, when that ball uh, <laughs> hit the ground, incomplete in overtime. What's going through your uh, your head right then? Um,
7: there was a lot of emotions running through my body. Um, because I've been here. Like through the ups and downs. And I know, like, a lot of, of the other older guys who were like here through the last coaching staff and like throughout the coaches uh, coaching changes. You know, it was a surreal moment for me. You know, when I seen the ball hit the ground, I knew we were now bowl eligible and we had that goal set out for us in the beginning of the year. Uh, it brought tears in my eyes. My eyes were stinging. And I was just happy for like my teammates and like the guys around me. Like, because I know how hard we worked for this and like nobody outside of the locker room believed us. I remember. We was like supposed to be last in the conference this year and just like the hard work we put in and like proving everybody wrong each week, just showing like what hard work can do was a great moment for me and something that I'll remember for the rest of my life.
3: Xavier, this has been a kind of a wild year, I mean, already and there's still so much yet to play for. But yeah. when you look back at it, take the first game out, all these games, so many of them have come down to even wins and losses, like one or two plays almost. Yeah. And it's the margin of victory or defeat is so thin. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is confidence and believing that you can win this team can win. It seems like ECU is finally starting to turn that corner where they're finding ways to win instead of ways to lose. Is that the feeling you guys have on the team now?
7: Yeah, I mean, we just go out there and play for each other and that's the first time I can say that in a while. Um, you know, we we're like truly a brotherhood. Like I genuinely love everybody on the team and like I care for everybody on the team and Everybody trusts each other to do their job, and when you're not having to worry about, like, too many things but focus on your job you know the guy besides you's going to do their job, it, like, builds confidence in not only yourself but your team, and when a team plays with confidence, you know, they're more dominant, you know, they really trust the process, they really trust what they're doing, and that's when the good results show up.
1: Xavier, DJ Ford was here earlier. He said that the defense was over prepared for that final play. So you got confidence in yourself, your teammates, yeah. but also your coaches, because uh sounds like they put you in the spot there at the end, and then it's the player's job to execute, and, and you certainly did. Bruce Bivens was flying after that quarterback on that last play. But uh sounds like you guys knew what was coming and, and were able to execute it. Yeah, we actually worked on that play there in practice.
7: So when we seen That look, I mean, I wasn't in on that play, but I seen the look, and I was like, dang, like, we seen this exact look in practice, so, like, my heart was being super fast, because it was, like, the the Patriots Super Bowl moment. Like, that's when I was thinking, I was like, we seen this in practice, like, we know what's coming. Like, we should stop this, and then we did, and... That was a surreal moment too, because it was like, dang, like you practice how you play. and We practice, we stopped it in practice, and then we translated to a game situation, and we stopped it during the game.
3: Well, it's a real credit too to the coaches to see that tendency that, sure. on the tape that Memphis had, and to point it out to you guys. Say, hey, look, we've noticed this that this happens in certain situations, and not and and prepare for it. And then that exact moment happens in the game because that's not something that happens all the time but then for you guys to be able to then go and execute on it too uh it really shows what it takes to to win a football game it comes down to good coaching and great playmakers
7: yeah Coachero definitely prepares us each week like some would say he over prepares us but he takes his job super serious and I feel like that's a good thing like I wouldn't want to coach like be coached any other way you know he gives us a lot of information to go throughout the week like a lot of tips and reminders, a lot of picture sheets. So, like, just having that understanding and going through it so much day in and day out, like, even when we go home, like, we'll be tested on it, like, just to make sure we know, like, just hold ourselves accountable. That way, when that situation does show up, we're not surprised or, like, scrambling around and not knowing what to do. We're prepared and, like, we're ready to handle every situation.
1: Troy, uh, Xavier's too young to know about Techmo Bowl. But remember Techmo Bowl? Oh, yeah. Where if you were on defense and you picked the play— that the offense was running you would just stop in the backfield you, they knew what was coming yeah. that's exactly what happened on the field the other yeah, day you, you before Madden there were other video games oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, before you, know, we're, you were born we're
3: starting to date ourselves but yes uh, <laughs> that was the case And you know the, it feels like there was like just this kind of dark cloud lifted over this program it's been so long since East Carolina's gotten to a bowl game we talked about this in past weeks none of the current players have ever experienced postseason on this team it's been so long And we've had some players that've been there a long time, (laughs) you know. So, um, to to be able to finally get to six wins, the season's not over, but does it almost feel like, all right, wow. this has been such a burden almost that you guys have been carrying we've accomplished this now we can just go out and finish out the season almost have fun see how far else we can take it then yeah. how, how what else is there left to do because there is still a lot of goals out there that you guys could accomplish mm-hmm. uh what are you guys talking about behind the scenes within you know your own position groups and and and, and team together i mean just as like a team standpoint yes yeah,
7: like not saying it was like a dark cloud over us but it was definitely a goal that we set out for ourselves and now that we obtained that goal like again like we knew we can do it and we did it but like any other week we go there grind next week mentality you know six wins is good but seven's better than six and Mm -hmm. then after that week we just take it week by week it's a great goal to have accomplished but we're not done
1: yet like we still have so much more to prove to ourselves and like to everybody else what we can be Xavier, uh, the defense has been the strength of this team for the majority of 2021, but On Saturday, the offense, 18 of 26 on third downs. Time of possession was basically 43 to 17. That's crazy. So you guys were probably fresh after that game uh, as the offense was on the field that much. But how much does that help you out as a defense when your offense is uh, getting first downs and and keeping the ball? I mean, that was good. I'm going to be real. It got a little cold on the sideline because they were out there for so long. But they were
7: milking the clock, you know, taking chunks off the clock, which is good for defense, you know, keeping us fresh on the field. But I know they were tired because, like, <laughs> like, at halftime, like at like I felt like we weren't on the field as much, and then they came in the locker room was like we only had 19 snaps that half. I'm like, what? Like, like that's crazy to me. But the offense did their job. You know, we trust them to do their job, and we just got there to do our job and keep them on the field as much as possible. And they got the job done this week, and I'm happy for them.
3: Who dragged Coach Houston into the TikTok video. Is that your? Uh Producing ability, or was that someone else? That was me. I seen him out there doing
7: his little interview, and I'm like, "Shoot, we going bowling? You got to be like." He always says he's going to dance after a win. He never does. He always makes excuses. But that time I was called his bluff. Him walk this away. time, yeah, wasn't gonna let him walk away. He was in front of people, so I felt like he had to do it. Yeah. And then, yeah. What did you think of his dancing ability? Um, well, I had to coach him up. You know? <laughs> he coaches us for football. Does for he one. take the coaching? Yeah, I, he did until the last part. You know, I had to transform. We had to flip roles, and he had to take coaching at that point. It worked out for him. He didn't go viral now. Hey Xavier,
1: uh, Pirate fans know your your personality at this point being on with us and just seeing you have fun during Saturdays. Um, and somebody asked on, uh, Hoist the Colors, Igo's message board, where did the cigars come from? And Igo said, I have no clue, but knowing Xavier Smith, <laughs> it probably him. <laughs> yeah. Any trick? Like, where did the cigars come from, to like, be
7: honest... I have no clue. (laughs) Like, we were just in the locker room celebrating, and then somebody just handed me one, I was like,
1: ah! And then I turned
7: around, and everybody
3: has one in their hands. That equipment staff thinks of everything.
1: (laughs) That was a pretty cool moment, though, uh, to celebrate that sixth win. At Memphis, then, Xavier, you get on the plane, you come back, and the fans are waiting for you there at the airport. What's that feeling like? Uh,
7: It felt great,
1: because, you know, I've never
7: experienced that, so, like, all this is new for me, so I'm just, like, taking it all in, and... This is like, dang, like, imagine if this would be, like, a couple years ago. Like, just, like, the team knows, like, their worth and, like, what we can be. And I feel like this is, like, like the stepping stone for what East Carolina will be in the future from, like, here on out.
1: It's not new to us, Troy. It's just far removed. Like, Xavier's experience for the first time. Yeah. tired fans are experiencing it for the first time
3: in a long time. It's, it's yeah. like, new again. Yeah. You know, it's like you— you had a car; it was okay, but you just traded it in for a new car that feels and has that new car smell. And you've driven a car before; you know what cars are. But man, this new car, man, man, this is exciting right yeah. here. It's kind of this is a fun car to be in.
1: That's a great analogy. Thank you for bringing that one to us. Uh, so Xavier, now again, like like Troy said, you, you celebrate this one, but there's more games left. There's yeah. more things to do. So how quickly did the the partying go from focusing on Navy?
7: Um, Like every other week, we win, we celebrate it, have winter dinner on Sunday. I know for some of the young guys, like, who's new to this, they're going to hold on
0: to
7: this for a little bit longer. But for, like, the older guys and, like, the people who've been here and, like, know, like, it's the next week mentality. It was fun, like— some we're going to take with us the rest of our lives where there's so much more memories to be made there's so many more games to be played in one and we got to focus on next week we got Navy they're a tough opponent so we got to lock in on them now
3: and obviously that that is such a key matchup with the triple option something you guys don't see a lot of and yeah. I, I think in the past Xavier I think we've almost psyched ourselves out a, yeah. about it like we, we overthink it we over pursue we over you know we almost get freaked out about it other than you know what it's just a football team yeah. let's take care of, you guys have been playing great defense How much of it is now the mental game because you guys are good enough to really hang with just about anybody at this point and going into the game as a favorite with Navy how much of it is just mental um
7: I would say football in general is like 70% mental 30% like talent like do your job like this is like a huge discipline week like lock in on your keys because if you mess up one thing that's where Navy gets you it's like they're a very disciplined football team and they try to outdiscipline you each play so we just have to lock in and really be focused and like more than ever because it's like now your first step wrong first step will get you beat eyes in the wrong place to get you beat so we really have to narrow our eyes down and Focus on our keys like more than ever this week, but that's just how.
3: And I think being yeah. physical too. I think in the years past we've seen Navy just run over us and we couldn't tackle. I think a lot of those problems have been solved yeah. as far as the the tackling and the the being able to be physical on defense. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is something you don't just start today. Looking at Navy, how much have you kind of talked about the option? Got looks at the option at practice. Uh, going back to the offseason how much do you look at and talk about Navy? I mean, we've been practicing Navy
7: since like spring like because we know how tough they are you know how like like you said like how confusing the triple option can be so we've been prepared for them like each week we'll spring in a little bit of Navy work in here and there just to prepare because we know how important this game is and how difficult the triple option is to stop so we just kind of like sprinkle out throughout the season to keep it fresh on our minds that way we are prepared when it comes to playing like this week
1: all right Xavier uh, six wins so the Pirates are bowl eligible have you looked at the potential bowl destinations for you I seen Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that and just stop and say, that's the one I want? Well,
7: no, we all joke about going to Hawaii, and then when we seen it, we're like, oh,
2: we're going to Hawaii.
7: But it's it's real. Whatever bowl game we go to, I'll be happy to go because, again, I've never experienced this, so I'm excited to just go bowling, period. As you can see, like we're all tweeting and making like funny videos and stuff about it. It's all exciting for us. It's, all it, it's to
3: fun everybody. to have fun,
7: isn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to
1: win. That's good. Uh, Hawaii an option. Uh, a little colder up at Fenway Park in Boston is an mm-hmm. option. Uh, there,
3: there are really so many great options this year, Clip. I know it's been a while since we've talked bowl games, but the Hawaii is an interesting point, yeah. especially for the players, for the the coaches. Players, uh, I don't great. know how many fans would be able to go, but the players, what a great reward that could be for you guys. I think the Myrtle Beach Bowl would be great for our fans because it's so close yeah. Yeah. that we could pack that place. Military Bowl, uh, would military be good Bowl for the could fans. be interesting. Interesting with the matchup potentially if they, the right ACC team matches up with us, that mm. could be interesting. Yeah. Fenway, because of the venue, yeah, is an interesting one. There are a lot of unique storylines here, how this thing could eventually shake out. A couple of trips to Florida, potentially. That yeah. wouldn't be bad. Well, so yeah, you'll I'll take that. Xavier's <laughs> <laughs> down for whatever. I'm glad we're talking about Heck it yeah. and not in the hypothetical anymore. And I know, you know, Coach. I I was kind of you know asking about it if we get one more you know but now we're here so now we can talk about it regardless of what happens it's going to happen but it would be nice to continue to add to this as you said there's no rule that says you have to stay on six
7: yeah that's true and we just try to take it each week want to know every single week so it's on to the next one we solidified our bowl eligibility that's one goal and then we know if things turn out the way we, like, in a perfect world, we can potentially play for a conference championship. Yeah, so it's it's still mathematically possible. Yeah, yeah, so that's our goal right now,
1: win each week. And uh, Rajay always says 1%. Xavier said one week at a time. It sounds cliche, but it's true. Look where it got you. Yes, it got but, you in this spot right but how
3: long has it been since it, we're in November and we're talking about East Carolina in the hunt still for a potential conference championship game,
1: got to probably go back to the uh, the Carden years. That's what 2014. I think. Yeah, so a long time. Xavier was in middle school. I was. I was yeah. 14,
3: <laughs> 14.
1: 13, somewhere around. How
3: there. big were you in middle school? Um, were you like, did you grow fast or were you a late bloomer?
7: I've always been like. Bigger, yeah, bigger. Yeah. I think I was like two fifteen in middle school. Yeah, so you're a
3: full grown man size <laughs> yeah. in middle school. Yeah, literally. I've seen some of the kids in middle school that my kids go. With. I'm like, man, these guys, they look like they could be in college. Yeah, with some of these kids.
7: That's crazy how old people look right now.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that was back when you, uh, re- before you retired in basketball. You told us, right? Oh yeah. yeah by the way, yeah. CJ Johnson said he's the best player. Yeah, between.
3: you and definitely CJ one v one. What were, happens?
1: Go get some of that. Uh, well, since I retired, you know, I kind of rusty. <laughs> but CJ's
3: definitely not the best basketball player on the team. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here. Uh,
1: I like what you said last
3: week I may have to come out of retirement he, just to yeah. embarrass some of these guys and then retire again. <laughs> He's
1: like a boxer that yeah. unretires and comes back yeah. out for one more fight. Oh man, that's funny. Xavier, congratulations, man. Happy
3: for you. Happy for the team. Great stuff and uh, let's just keep on winning. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, look forward to next week and uh, even, even bigger prize. Eyes on the prize, but one at a time and good luck against Navy. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys.
1: All right, back inside the play Here's Lounge here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Tyler Sneed, DJ Ford, Rajay Harris. And first off, guys, I'll speak for the fans tuned in and fellow alums and say thank you. <laughs> it's been a long wait. And I know, Tyler, you probably felt like you've been waiting a while for it. Rajay, you've been around a couple years. DJ, your first year. It feels like a a lot of work, but, man, you guys were middle schoolers the last time East Carolina went to a bowl game. So, (laughs) Exactly. Jeez. (laughs) So let's start there, uh, Rajay, that feeling when uh, the Pirates get the stop in overtime. What's going through your head at that moment?
6: Man, it's just... You know, I knew that was going to get to stop. You know, I wasn't really too pressed about it or whatever, but after the game, it was just so many emotions that just came across just for the seniors and everybody that's been here. You know, we're going to a bowl game. It's just, it's a very exciting feeling, but you know, just got to stay focused and continue to grind through these next two weeks.
1: DJ, what was that like where they line up for the extra point? Uh, Mike Houston decides to ice the kicker. He said that, look, they've been a little shaky kicking and he also said that you guys had in mind that they might go for two here. So, mm-hmm. what were those uh, conversations like during that timeout on the sidelines?
5: Um, I think you hit the nail right on the head. Uh, we were trying to ice the kicker, but they tried it out there to go for two and they ran a play that we were over-prepared for. Like We were extremely prepared for We had ran that play all week. So, wow. we stopped
1: it and the celebrations began. Definitely. <laughs> That's a good feeling when you know what's coming. Then you just got to execute. We'll talk to Bruce Bivens uh, in a moment. But, man, I hadn't seen old man Bruce run that fast after the quarterback <laughs> in a long time. That was a great play. Tyler, a uh, big game for you on Saturday uh, when you needed it to happen. Uh, how about your feelings when that uh, pass went incomplete?
8: No, I I was just filled with emotions. Uh first person I saw was Miles Berry just take off. And so I just took off after him. <laughs> he ended up running like a hundred yards, so I had to sprint and catch up to him. But uh, no, I mean just a celebration that happened after the field was a great feeling. Uh just knowing all that hard work paid off, but you know, Seven's better than 6, so go back this week and try and get another one.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a Braves fan. They just won the World Series, but before that, they won the division. They won the, you know, divisional round of the playoffs. They celebrate after every moment like that, but there's more just to to go get. Mm-hmm. And for you guys, that's a win against Navy, a win against Cincinnati, and a bowl win. So you know are you over it yet i mean you guys seem pretty locked in like you accomplished a lot but now you're kind of moved on to the next thing right yes sir yeah
6: kind of got over it yesterday watching film or whatever um got navy this week you know a big opponent coming in especially for us on offense and defense but um you know you got to stay one percent this week and just lock in on navy
1: yeah and look i mean the first bowl appearance since 2014 hadn't beat navy since 2011 So let's go ahead and do that, right? Yes, sir. Most definitely. (laughs) Most definitely. (laughs) Uh, Rajay, one of my favorite plays on Saturday, you get kind of stuffed at the line. If you'd have have stayed there another second, maybe second and a half, they probably would have blown the play dead for progress. (laughs) Uh, The legs keep churning. You bust out of it and get a nice gain. Again, football is a metaphor for life, but Mm -hmm. don't quit trying. Don't give up. We saw that on that play, and you got up, and we're pretty excited about it. Oh,
6: yeah, most definitely. We need the first down right there, and um, Houghton looked at me and told me to get the first down, so you know, um, when they stopped me at the line, I just knew to keep my legs moving and something was going to open up. So it opened up for me, and I was kind of excited myself. Like, I, I ain't really know, like, wow, like, the play is still going. You didn't so hear a whistle. I, no, I didn't. So I just took off. You know, I seen Sean Bailey on the right. He was just stopping. I was like, well, I'm going to keep going to get this first down then. So, you know, I got a first down. Sneed was right there beside me. You know, I got a picture on my phone of Sneed, yeah. and we was just talking about it on the sideline. Um <laughs> Man, it was a great feeling, man, just getting that first down.
1: And that last drive, Tyler, you guys had to convert third downs, I think a fourth down, and uh, I went back and watched it last night. A lot of nervous moments there, but uh, you guys got it done, man. What's that like going down the field? You know you got to have it. Uh, so you you got your pressure on you, but how do you, you block that out and just go make plays?
8: I mean, just take it play by play. I think we did pretty good on third downs, probably our best game with it. So we are kind of used to it. You know, everybody – at least in my opinion, knew we were gonna get it and uh had the confidence in that. And then, you know, Rajay had the big third down run. That was my favorite play of the game too. I got I got hype with him out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh no, that was a huge drive. It took off a lot uh a lot of time off the clock which helped helped everything. So no it was really exciting.
1: DJ a lot of long time consuming drives by the Pirates on Saturday. That helps out your side of the ball, right? When those guys are doing that. Oh, yes sir. Yes sir.
5: We're well rested, ready to go every time we hit the field. So and as we good appreciate it. As yeah. good
1: as you guys were on third downs which uh you know you were due to have a good game on third yeah. down. Yeah. The defense once again good on third downs getting off the field. Uh DJ that's a high powered <laughs> offense you guys faced on Saturday. So how did you feel coming out of that game you played against the uh Tigers?
5: Um I feel like we did really good. Um I feel like we bottled up their more explosive guys and they kind of struggled to get something going outside of those guys. So I was extremely proud of our team and our execution of the the game plan. So.
1: Let's get to the, uh, the locker room celebration. I guess everybody's 18 at this point, right? You can smoke a cigar. <laughs> so who's the, Who broke, broke out the cigars?
6: I'm not even sure. I ain't even had one. I wasn't uh, yeah, one one
1: one one
8: was looking for one either. I was looking for one.
1: I know uh, Miles Berry had one. Uh, he was live in the locker room uh, during the celebration. Yeah, but yeah. uh, you guys have had some great locker room celebrations this year. Uh, I guess this one ranks at the top so far. Oh, yes, to it <laughs> to be. And just outside of the locker room, we had Coach
5: Houston hit a TikTok. So oh, yeah. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna ask Xavier about that one. He was in it. Uh, that that was interesting. <laughs> and and Coach Houston, it, he didn't look like he was happy to do it. But it, what did he agree beforehand that if you give me six wins, I'll do whatever. Something like oh, that. It was oh. probably something along those yeah. lines between yeah. him and Aaron. There's no telling. How uh, how did it feel to come off the plane and see the Pirate fans waiting for you there on Saturday night?
6: Hey man I was that was crazy right there cuz I ain't surreal. never really experienced yeah. nothing like that so yeah. You know, um, we got off the plane, and I just walked straight to the fans, and it was just, they was cheering loud, and I was just like, man, we're changing, we're changing this ECU culture. Yes, yeah, sir. So yes. I heard someone way. say, I heard someone say, look at all the
5: people out there. I'm like, quit lying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, was like, there really are people. <laughs> so, it was really cool to go over, shake hands with people, you know what I'm saying, celebrate with the fans that cheer us on all the time. So
1: Navy on deck next, and uh last year, it was kind of a, a typical, you know, frustrating loss to Navy. You guys were in the game. The defense, and DJ, you weren't here last year, but the defense played pretty well, all things considered, against that option. Uh, What is the job of a safety when you take on a a triple option team like that? What are you watching out for? Uh,
5: The safeties, as well as everyone, is you have to be extremely disciplined. You have to stay locked in on your key. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those deals where you see a little, see a lot, see a lot, see a little. So. You, you do your job and you make sure you do your job and your job only because trying to do someone else's job will get you beat.
1: They will run it 12 times in a row and then try to hit you over the top. They exactly. lull you to sleep back there, right? Exactly. So that's a. Uh, and, and for you guys on offense, uh, the former pirate Philip Henry used to always say that he could get kind of lost on the sidelines when Navy's going on a nine minute drive yeah. and like keep looking at the clock you know he's starting to get cold on the right. sidelines warm himself <laughs> yeah, up right. so so y'all gotta stay engaged because Navy tends to go on those long drives but uh, Pirates taking on the midshipmen coming up 3.30 on Saturday after that the kickoff time came out for Cincinnati ABC National TV 3.30 uh, at Doughty Ficklin Stadium the day after Thanksgiving so a good kickoff time there as well I'll ask you have you guys looked at the um, potential bowl games you could be going to do you I haven't really I
6: ain't really looked looked at them okay. I've seen them on Twitter though like yeah, mean, it, I I can know. throw out
1: a few you <laughs> could go to the, the Myrtle Beach Bowl is a possibility <clears throat> uh Hawaii I hear that's nice this time of year yeah. Jeez. that'd be pretty nice right all <laughs> nice. for uh a little colder in Boston but you could be playing at historic Fenway Park where that'd they have be, the green monster that'd be, really nice. that'd, that'd yeah. be cool uh, down in Florida at the Cure Bowl, uh, the Gasparilla Bowl, I believe, down in Florida as well. So you've got a lot of options there. What's number one on the list? Hmm.
8: I don't really know. Hawaii sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I it's a hot down there, so I
6: guess Hawaii. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that, wouldn't never, Hawaii. that would be a bit Hawaii. That be cool. But yeah. I'm good with
8: whatever. Yeah, I'd be thrilled to go anywhere. Yeah, that's,
1: that's cool. kind of how I think Pirate fans feel too. And, and yeah. the fans that want to travel would love to see. Uh, you guys, like in Myrtle Beach, Annapolis Military Bowl is another one, which will actually be in the stadium you're playing in uh, coming up this Saturday. So Definitely. Uh, pretty cool to be talking about that this time of the year. And uh, once again, congratulations to you guys. I know you put in the work. So uh, still still more to do, though.
5: So yes, a lot more
1: get locked back in uh, for Navy coming up this Saturday. Three thirty will be with you. Eleven thirty a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Um, all right. Cowboys win? Yes, sir. Steelers tie. Steelers, we're not even going to talk about it. And Roger, what are you, Niners? <laughs> you tonight, right? Rams Niners.
6: Yeah. We're gonna see. we <laughs> going to see what OBJ got B-J for B-J, you. We yeah. ain't going
1: to do All right, the celebration <laughs> is over. You guys are locked back in, so uh, go get another win on the road this weekend, and uh, we'll reconvene next Monday. Yes, all right. Congratulations, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate it.
6: it. Appreciate Thank you. you.
1: Victory Monday. Troy D. breaking out the archives, the pictures.
3: You know, some memories come up. There was a memory came up from uh, when Conley was running for the championship. Oh, yeah. And you were a uh, senior. Or, well, you were a year behind, yeah. Holton, right? Yeah. I think behind. you were a junior yeah. and it was Holton's senior year and uh we were there and i had my son tyler with me who plays football now and it was a picture of him and you that yeah, came you up as a memory you know i was like oh check this out either cj's <laughs> a lot shorter now or you look son. just you look yeah. the same yeah. No, yeah tyler looks like he's half the size i know
1: so. it's crazy yeah. uh, hey when you get at you will grow too much boy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cj johnson joining us first of all congratulations cj happy for you and the guys uh to get that win number six uh, guarantee a bowl spot and uh man what well, what's the feeling Oh, man, that's amazing. And um, I think I just read something earlier that we might be
9: facing South Carolina in the Birmingham Bowl. That's, that's a what, projection? That's what their projection yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They're all, I will say this. The projections are across the board. I've seen projections for about more than half of the bowls with all different teams. And it's fun. Now, I will say this. It is fun to be able to look at that now and know we're going to a bowl to be able to see those projections because it's been a long time since we've even had these discussions. Oh, man, so long. And uh,
9: we just put in the work day in and day out. Like, like right now, this part of the season, the, the second part of the season is... It's not like what you do now. It's what you did in August. It's what you did that. It's what you did over fall camp. How you prepared for this moment? Because once you get to that six that six week marking the uh, year, your body starts hitting this wall, and that like it just comes from preparation of what you did in August to how you overcome that wall. That Speaking
1: sounds of- like a player that's been around for a while, CJ. When mm-hmm. did you learn that? Like your first year or two, you probably didn't feel that way, right? Oh man, uh, my first year or
9: two, I. I didn't know the difference between the beginning of the season and the end of the season just because my head was swimming so much with learning everything well like my second year wasn't as bad as my first year yeah. but my first year it was just pin your ears back and go it was <laughs> it was just it, said, it was just go so um I didn't really really didn't have time to really pay attention to what point in the season we were in so um yeah, just just growing as a player and like just knowing my body better and stuff.
3: Look, football's a physical game. Even if you're not hurt, you're always banged up. You know, it's a yeah. game of bruises and hits. Uh, we were talking to Holton earlier, and just he was talking about the the field turf in uh-huh. Memphis was so short and so hard. He said it was the worst. Like all the guys we have talked to said it was the hardest turf they've ever been on. Felt like concrete when it, it, got it hit.
9: literally it literally felt like carpet. It felt like we were playing on carpet. Like trying to dig your cleats in the ground, it was it was a no go like the, like after the game the balls of my feet hurt just from like breaking down and coming out in and out of cuts like it, it was not good field condition
3: so we're late in the season now how how are you doing physically right now because i know it's a constant battle to stay healthy oh man i'm i'm holding up but i'm i'm most definitely
9: in the training room uh 3 times a day so
1: Remember the old game Operation? Yeah. Again, I'm dating us. CJ probably don't know what yeah. that is. Oh, I but love that game. There was an old game where gotta yeah, have a steady hand. The guy had all these injuries and stuff on his uh, body. That you were going over your injuries earlier. You got a you got a few bumps and bruises, yeah. just like a lot of guys on this team fighting through it, right? Yes, sir.
9: Uh, and like like you said, fighting through it just comes with um, getting in the training room and taking care of your body. Cold tub, hot tub treatment. Just um, just getting in there and getting that stuff that your body needs to
1: recover. CJ, uh, you guys on offense have not been the best third down team this year. I think that's that's fair to say uh the other day these numbers are crazy on the stat sheet the time of possession the amount of plays how many plays did you say you particularly Should played 100? uh yeah me uh me sneed and audi i think we played a hundred a piece i think sneed might have played wow. like one-on-one third downs 18 of 26 that is incredible and uh we, we saw we were watching the game earlier you had a big catch on third and one to keep a drive going uh, that had to feel good coming out of that game because that's something you guys have struggled with this year. Oh yeah, that was that was wonderful. Just just
9: to know that because um, we have we have a whole we have a whole like section in practice of just third down period. It's every every time you snap the ball is third down, but they changed the, uh, inch margins and it's one's offense versus one's defense, so it's it's, it's competition is uh, good on good and just like just to see
1: what we're doing in practice pay off is just uh, like a wonderful sight. C.J. Johnson joining us. C.J., a lot of hugs uh, after the game. We're about to see him on TV here in a moment. Saw you run over. I think you were running after Holden. But uh, what was the celebration like for you after that ball hit the ground? Oh, man, it was, it was chaotic. Like, it was like, if you looked
9: at it on TV, it, was, it looked like a home game for us, but it was just <laughs> white jerseys. Like, we just all stormed the field, and it was just like, it was just a wonderful feeling just to know that we prepared so long and we've, um, we've tried so hard to flip the culture of the program and uh, just to see that, seeing that happen.
3: Were you surprised to see him go for two?
9: Oh man, like, I, was, I was because like, they could
3: have kicked the extra point, and put it in another OT. Yeah, I was, I
9: was, I, I was really surprised that they went for two. And you were happy? Oh, you yeah, said you? I, said I was most definitely happy. You said I, it was I over? Knew, I oh, I knew, I knew when they would put the offense back out there. I was like,
1: I'd, like this, this isn't gonna work. But I was <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> Uh, CJ, the the cigars were broken out after the oh, game. Was so yeah, <laughs> that was
9: that was wonderful. And, uh,
1: <laughs> and then you came back here, and you get off the plane, and you got more fans to to welcome you to Greenville. How cool was that for oh, you? Oh man, that was that now that was amazing. Like we
9: haven't we How haven't. How many folks seen... do you think
3: were out at the airport?
9: There was a I, a good fifty people out there. Like yeah. like I'm pretty sure as much as the airport let them go <laughs> right. go up there. But it was like it's just amazing seeing that, cause like you you have the diehard fans that are out there after every game, win or loss. But like just just landing
1: to that to that environment is just amazing. Keaton Mitchell scores the uh, touchdown in overtime. CJ and him celebrating uh, there in the end zone. Good lift by Holton. Yeah, I I talked about that earlier. Holton, usually people are lifting up the quarterback. Holton's so big, he lifts up the other players. Uh, CJ, we've talked about this a lot today that you don't have to stop at six, right? Let's keep it going. So. And, and it seems like everybody's head is right, that they're on the Navy now, right? Yes, sir. Uh, we we had our winner's dinner last night for
9: um, the Memphis game, and now that's in the past. We'll reflect on that after the season's over with. But for
3: now, we're focused on Navy. C.J. Johnson joining us inside the Players' Lounge. And C.J., so much is made up uh, or talked about with this Navy team is their offense. It's a, the triple option, their offense, their offense. What about their defense? What do you think about their defense this year?
9: Um, they... Um, they run a they run a pretty base they run a pretty base defense like if you if you really study them like uh like a D1 football player studies film you see that their defense is completely symmetrical the whole game they have they they run cover two two down linemen on this side of the ball two down linemen on this side of the ball a linebacker on each side of the ball a safety on each side of the ball and a corner so. Like everything they do is symmetrical because because they're in that branch. That's like that's that's what they know is organization. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So true. like just um just stopping. But as far as stopping that offense is, I mean, it's a hard offense to stop. But I feel like I got faith in my boys.
1: Did a good job on it last year. That one uh, went down to the wire. Of course, that was the game where holton Nailers couldn't play. Mason Garcia made his debut for East Carolina. So a tough loss last year. Trying to get him back this year. Up in Annapolis, and uh, CJ. Again, you said you can reflect on it back uh, after, and hopefully, we can talk to you after it's all done this season and get your your final thoughts on it. But you grew up here. You you went to ECU games. You said you had ECU jerseys. So to be one of the guys responsible for getting the program out of the gutter into a bowl game, like has that set in for you yet? Like what's I, happening right now? Honestly, honestly, it hasn't
9: it hasn't hit me yet. Like just. Like like knowing that we're going to a bowl game that's nice, but like you said, like just me personally, I'm focused on the next game. Like want to know next uh, every week. So like, like you said, like it, ha- it hasn't hit me yet, but I'm I'm sure when like. When we play that last game of the season, and we find out what bowl we're going to, and all that process is yeah. going on, it's going to hit me like, dang! Like we really, we really turned it around.
3: Well, and look, the uh, Pirates are six and four right now with two ga- regular season games to go. There's a big difference in finishing the year six and six. Versus uh, possibly eight and four, or even seven and six. So, you know there is a lot to play for, and, and I know you guys want to end the season with some momentum going into a bowl mm. game, anyway.
9: Oh yeah, most definitely. And uh, like you said, we're going, we're going for eight and four. We're going for the conference. We want to win the conference. The bowl game is not enough for us. Uh, we got to win the bowl game, and then on top of that, we want a conference ring too.
1: Let's uh, break down the uh, the live celebration, Troy. Have you watched right. this yet, CJ, on, uh, oh, on no, the game film? Haven't. So here's the two-point conversion. Bruce Bivens running as like, fast as he beam. ever has. Yeah. Ball hits the ground, and here we go. Guys are jumping up and down. Here's the, uh, the white jerseys you were talking about. <laughs> They're going to show a great slow-mo of an xavier smith backflip here in a minute
3: oh man <laughs> but uh no ordinary backflip as i mentioned it's a <laughs> cartwheel turned into backflip
1: oh yeah we, we definitely definitely see him do that at practice <laughs> <laughs> mike houston's getting some hugs in i think holton's coming up here uh but this feeling man like watching this is awesome you being a part of it it's oh, uh man. tough to describe isn't it oh yeah it's,
9: it's just it's just crazy knowing that like like, all your, all your life, you you dream of being a college football player. You dream of making it to the NFL. And then, like, you get to that time and it's just unfolding in front of you. Yeah. You can just reflect on it like, like, I did that.
3: Like. Well, and I think it's great, too, that, you know, East U's had some tough times. And, and the teams that we're beating, at least being competitive with this year, these are teams that were stomping East Carolina a few years ago. It wasn't that long ago.
6: You know I mean? Oh, yeah. You oh,
3: yeah. It, no. I mean, so – when you see what's going on this season as i said earlier it's not that th- this is we're having a national championship here but where we where we have come from it's light years ahead oh man like i was um the other day
9: i was trying to find the uh our game on youtube and i stumbled across uh i don't i don't think it was the last time we played memphis i think it was the second to the last time we played memphis it just was like 70 oh, to 30-something or something, that wasn't something that long like that. Ago. I, was like, I was like, that was, what, two, two three, four years ago? Maybe? 17, maybe, Yeah, Yeah, like four years ago. Like, like that wasn't that long ago. And now, Correct. And now and are down the, there beating. Yeah, seeing them turn and, around. And, and,
3: and honestly, what I hear CJ too, people are excited about pirate football again. Oh, And man. they're talking about pirate football in a way they haven't talked about ECU football in years and wanting to see this team wanting to find out what's next and just the buzz in the community all of a sudden about this team is fantastic oh yeah uh, that's like that's
9: that's a good that's always a good thing but all at the same time we can't what well, guy like coach houston says we can't drink the kool-aid so like it's gonna be it's gonna be fans that are there when you're up but then there might be not be nobody there when you're down right. so like you, so like what we focus on is what we have in the locker room because we know at the end of the day everybody in the locker room have e- has each other's back whether we win or lose.
1: Alright CJ break down this uh, this flip you're gonna see Mike Houston celebrating oh,
3: I thought you were gonna say Mike Houston did a flip well, that would be, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be impressive. Alright right? Here, here we top. go
1: Xavier Cartwheel really? into the back Oh
3: man. I mean, La- man stuck the landing <laughs> and, and, and here comes and, another one and, and in traffic by the uh, way you know it's not like they cleared the way and who we got here uh
1: King, That's with, King, yeah, Carrie, yeah. yeah. with a nice backflip no, as well. Yeah. You guys are a, team a couple full of
0: back-
9: years. Can you do a backflip? See, you're gonna see Carrie King got wills Okay, he has watch wheels. out for All right, yes, sir. Now and what?
3: Th- can you do a backflip too?
9: I can, but on a trampoline. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. We I Don't, don't, don't know. want you hurting yourself. Um, though, I yeah. actually, when I was younger, I actually used to do backflips and all this stuff all the time on the ground and. um I tried one one time and landed on my neck, so I oh, yeah. well, yes. I haven't done a backflip on the ground since.
1: And I think we see CJ running through here after uh, while Mike Houston's talking to get out. I believe he's going towards Holton nailers, but that's coming up. But man, uh, what a fun time! You had a few Pirate fans there celebrating in the stands, and also of course uh, when you got back home in Greenville as East Carolina knocks off Memphis, win number six on the year. Oh yeah. Of here fans, comes CJ. Was, speaking up. of the fans, there was a couple. Um, there was
9: these two older guys, and then there was a bunch of uh, recruits, uh, I guess, came for um, Memphis or something. They were right behind us, and that field is like the bench is literally right under the crowd. Like, yeah. you can, you can. There's touch not a lot em. of space. Yeah, you yeah, can touch the crowd that. from where the uh, bench was, and they were just talking the whole game. And um, I, was, I was, I was chirping back at them, but it wasn't like it wasn't like anything bad or yeah. anything. I was just like. Uh, right before we went out for the drive on um, to overtime, I told him I was like. All right, bet it looks like I got some unfinished business to handle. And we scored, and then they, um, and then we came back. Gathered recruits hey,
3: for ECU. Yeah.
9: <laughs> and then um, when we scored, and they came back and missed the two. It was, it was just like it was just a great to rub it you in. You know the what?
1: Face. I saw a lot of waving by the players after the game. Uh, maybe that had something to do with the fans that were in your ear the whole oh, time. Oh man, they were there the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> we got to take another break. CJ, uh, appreciate you joining us, oh, yeah. man. Congratulations, happy for you guys. Great stuff, you, man. man. And we'll see you next Monday. Yes, sir.
0: And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Player's Lounge Edition. We'll be back very soon with another Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at pr927fm.com and follow us on social media at pr927fm to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio. The Voice of the Pirate Nation